the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a gorgeous uh, Hill Country morning. Um, yeah, you woke up in the Hill Country of Texas. You did not wake up in New Jersey or Wisconsin or nothing against those places, but I just like Texas better, and I'm glad I woke up here. And um hope you're going to have an awesome day. I think we've got a little high-pressure system setting in. Might... Uh, you know, I don't think we've even hit 100 uh, directly right in this area this year. I know some places in Texas have. So thank you, God, for a gentle summer. How about that? So I come in here every morning because I want to get you engaged. I want to get you involved. Uh, some way, somehow motivate you to, um, to, to do something, to get up off the couch, stop yelling at your TV, and uh, get engaged, involved in, in one thing, just one thing. If you try to tackle too many things, um, you end up doing nothing. But if you'll pick one subject, that burr under your saddle, and get to work on that, you can make a difference. And the Fredericksburg Tea Party um, is here and has been helping people do that now for 12 years. And uh, we have our meeting this Thursday night, our regular monthly meeting. We meet the second to Thursday of every month except for December and uh, in November is our private meeting that is uh, members in good standing only um, get to go to the November meeting and so if you're in good standing meaning you've been paid up and uh, ready to go then uh, you will get an invitation to our November meeting so uh, this Thursday we're going to have Daniel Miller with the Texas Nationalist Movement and I know I've said this several times, but I'm going to repeat it. Um, I was, uh, in fact, the Fredericksburg Tea Party and uh, myself included, we stayed away from the Texas Nationalist Movement for many years. They would call us and ask us to, can we come talk to your group? And I would say, no, we're, I still have faith in the union. And boy, all of that changed, didn't it? Uh, somewhere in the uh, months-long um, vote count this last year in November, um, I lost faith in the union completely. I mean, well, I'm going to say, let's say, I'm going to take it back. I meant to say not completely. Um, I think there's still hope, but, uh, I think we also at the same time need to be preparing, uh, for just that, uh, maybe the possibility in the future. I think it's one of those things, uh, if you've got a hurricane out in the Gulf and you live on the coast, they don't know where the hurricane's going to go, but it might hit you. It might It might just all, you know, some of those hurricanes just uh, kind of shrivel up and die sometimes. And uh, sometimes they go left and sometimes they go right. So what you do on the coast, you see one of those, you go ahead and you get prepared, whether you know it's going to hit you or not if you're wise that is now if you wait until the uh the grocery stores are empty 
then uh, that's uh, trouble. If you wait until you know that the uh, hurricane is going to smack right into your hometown, um, then if you wait till then to prepare, it's too late. So when it comes to Texit, um, whether or not you believe Texit should leave the the nation, um, should create our own nation, I think there's a hurricane that we're watching brew. And um, we don't know if and where and when it's going to hit, and it may just peter out and uh, and not give us any problems. But at the same time, if we are prepared, then we can move forward. So that was the whole idea behind the Texit bill that Senator that uh, Representative Biederman uh, put in uh, last year, filed this last session was to prepare us for that eventuality. Actually, it was a bill that would given you the ability to vote in the November election on whether you thought we should be getting prepared for Texas. So that didn't happen. Um, if you want to know more about this uh, movement, Daniel Miller and uh, his crew will be speaking to the Fredericksburg Tea Party Thursday night. Um, and I especially want to encourage those who think this is just a nutbag idea, right? And I know some of you out there that say, oh, that, this is nuts. I, you're the ones that really, really need to come. Maybe you can say something that will change all the rest of our minds. But if you're not there, you will we'll never know, will we? So that's Thursday night. The meeting starts at 630 we serve dinner around 6, and we have a suggested donation of about $7 for the meal. If you can pitch in for the meeting hall and all our other expenses, we appreciate that. The meeting starts at 6.30. We're respectful of your time and your schedule, and we dismiss at 8. And so we're looking forward uh, to this Thursday. Daniel Miller, Texas Nationalist Movement. Um, I want to see you at the Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting. Also, let's see, the, uh, uh, that is Thursday. Also, Thursday night, uh, Trail Life USA is going to be doing a flag retirement ceremony. And uh, I'm going to have actually one of the, um, I don't know, group leaders, uh, troop leaders, I don't know what you call them, um, on the radio with me tomorrow. So we're going to find out about Trail Life USA and about that flag retirement ceremony. And that will be on the air tomorrow, Friday. Friday, we have Chad Prather on the air. We're looking forward to our interview with Chad on Friday, gubernatorial candidate, and also he's going to be our guest speaker, our our keynote speaker at our annual fundraiser on September 18th. Tickets are are going. I'm telling you what, I have not got an official count, but uh, I do receive the emails when someone orders a ticket. And uh, since the last I heard, we were 25 or 30 tickets left, and uh, I have been seeing ticket purchases quite regularly ever since then, a couple at a time. So anyway, that is um, get your tickets. They may have already gone up to the $75 ticket price. Uh, they were 65 um, I think the uh, early bird special may have gone away but you can check it out. So there we go. That's September 18th. Go to fredericksburgteaparty.org. If you're not getting our emails, we put out a tremendous email 
Um, I shouldn't even use the word we because I have almost nothing to do with it. A young lady named Tori puts out an amazing weekly email that is chucked full of information. Lots of things to do, uh, places to go, things to see, uh, organizations, groups, all kind, uh, all, all kinds of things. And so um, if you don't get that um Go to fredericksburgteaparty.org, sign up for our newsletter. All right, give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin um, before we take off here. And let's see, what have I got here? Oh, all would live long, but none would be old. What's he saying? Everybody wants to live long, but nobody wants to be old. Uh, That is uh, from uh, poor Richard's Almanac in 1749. Thanks, Ben. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, you can find these daily broadcasts uh, up on Spotify, usually, usually in the same day. Sometime within, uh, sometimes within a couple hours, other times they don't get up until the evening. <clears throat> but go to Spotify and look for The Matt Long Show, and you'll see there will be a list of the this program. I've only been doing it for about a month, but you can go through there and uh, see who I interviewed, who was on the air, what the topic was, and uh, that's available on Spotify and uh, six other podcast sites. Just search for The Matt Long Show. All right, so what motivates you? You know, that's one of the issues that we deal with, that I deal with as a Fredericksburg Tea Party, as an activist, uh, when trying to engage people and trying to get people involved, what motivates you? There's a lot of different things that motivate people. Um, I was just talking with Bob about that uh, commercial that you see about all the puppies in the cages and the mangled dogs that... Sarah McLaughlin uh, comes on. Does that do, you know what that motivates me to do is get up and change the channel, uh, hit that little button. That's what it uh, motivates me to do. Some people are motivated by that. If that ad didn't work, uh, they wouldn't spend the money on it to run it. So some people see that and they uh, make the phone call and make a donation. Uh, many of us, for most of us, probably the most uh, common motivator for all of us is pain. That's right. You heard it. Pain. Um, Many of us, in fact, most of us are more likely to suffer um, to suffer than we are to do something about it. Did you know that was in the Declaration of Independence? That line is in the Declaration of Independence that most of us are willing to suffer before doing something. And so that is... um, all that has to do with why am I going to spend the next 11 minutes uh, reading Breitbart border headlines? Because hopefully, maybe, maybe if you hear enough of these border stories, because you don't hear them from anywhere else, all right? You're not hearing these stories. And so hopefully your motivation, if you hear some of these stories, will make you, you know, say, okay, the border is the burr under my saddle. I'm going to get up and do something about it. You know, the Fredericksburg Tea Party has a focus group for uh, border issues. Maybe this is the time for you to get engaged with that group. And um, 
if you're watching mainstream media or if you're even watching just Fox News, if you're a real faithful Fox watcher, then you are not getting the truth at the border. I don't care. You're, you're not. Even Fox is not giving you the truth at the border because whatever the next shiny things that comes along, um, that's where Fox is going to be. And uh, they'll, you know, the border is just not shiny enough. It gets outshined sometimes. So I'm going to bring you some stories that, uh, and by the way, these are all dated within the last week. In fact, most of them within within the last uh, yeah i'm just going to say the last week in fact i'm looking down all the way to september 4th maybe even the last 3 or 4 days all right so some of them i may just read the headlines and some of them i may go into here is the top one 27 migrants rescued from locked rail cars near border in texas yeah that was in uh, eagle pass um they, uh, at why would they, uh, Border Patrol have, uh, cutting the, cut the, uh, taken bolt cutters to a, uh, a, a rail car? Uh, they did. Maybe someone was banging on the inside. I imagine it's pretty stinking hot inside of a rail car. And if it's locked and you can't even get the door open. So 27 migrants rescued from locked rail cars. That was uh, in Eagle Pass, um, and uh, that was just in the last couple of days. Let me see what's the date on that. I'm not seeing a date on that. Um, but anyway, that is, uh, here we go, date, 5 September. So that's two days old. Um, here we go. Here's another interesting one. Female migrant dies while escaping from Border Patrol in Texas. Well, how did she die while she was in custody? So here's this woman. Let's see. I think I read somewhere she was around 27, 28 years old. A young gal who had been arrested and had the cuffs on her. She was uh, near downtown Laredo. And uh, she managed to wiggle out of her handcuffs. Every police officer's nightmare. Um, she managed to wriggle out of her handcuffs, took off into the darkness, took off running into the darkness, and uh, ran right over the edge of a cliff and died. 20-foot cliff and died. Um, so that, that, that story is, how old is that story? Oh, only two days old. That happened in Laredo. Is that the kind of news you're used to hearing um, on the border? Did they cover that on Fox News last night? Here, i got another good one for you. This wasn't Texas, but I found this one was kind of interesting. This is from the Arizona border wall. And by the way, if you're not sure how tall a 30-foot fence is, a 30-foot border wall or border fence is, uh, go to uh, uh, Breitbart.com. Take a look at the, the tab up top that says World. And the, uh, then you drop the World tab down, and it says Border Cartel Chronicles. And um, we have talked about how the Cartel Chronicles were formed and who's formed them. Jason Jones, I've had the privilege of uh, visiting with Jason several times. He's been to some of the rallies. He might be at the next um, border rally. By the way, there's a border rally being planned in the Kerrville area. Yes, stay tuned. 
Jason Jones might be there. I don't know. Just uh, off the top of my head, he's been to a couple of these. So, so here's a guy um, in Arizona that uh, 18-year-old uh, Mexican national managed to get up the uh, 30-foot wall. Now, listen, I don't know how you do that. I've stood in front of that wall. Um, in fact, there's a picture that has a little shadow man down there, and it says in front of the wall, and it says average male height, and uh, then it shows the 30-foot border fence, and it gives you a really uh, a, a true idea of the scale of the Trump wall. So anyway, this 18-year-old kid climbs up the wall, climbs up the... <laughs> Yeah, climbs up the wall, uh, could, would have been interesting to watch, gets to the top, starts working his way down, and falls 30 feet to his death. Not too long after that, a 39-year-old uh, uh, national, uh, Mexican national, this was a woman, all right, this was on Saturday, a little bit older story. Um, she, um, 39 years old, she fell off of the uh, wall, but was uh, only, uh, she didn't die, but was ultimately transferred to a Phoenix hospital. So a 30-foot jump, what, how fast are you going when you hit the ground at uh, 30, uh, from 30 feet? I skydived uh, in college, did a lot of skydiving, did a lot of free fall. There's this thing called terminal velocity, and uh, because of air resistance in the shape of a body, um, you reach, uh, after a certain point in time in falling, you actually reach your maximum speed. So you can, uh, you can adjust that. Uh, if you go into a dive, you can go about 180 miles an hour in a dive. If you just kind of spread eagle um, flat, you're doing about 120 miles an hour. But that takes, I believe, around 10 or 11 seconds to reach uh, terminal velocity. So on a 30-foot um, fence... 30-foot-tall wall, how fast are you going when you hit the ground? All right, it's pretty simple. You're, uh, if you've got a senior in physics, AP in physics, uh, um, they should be able to do the math real quickly. You hit the ground at about 30 miles an hour. All right, 30 miles an hour off of a 30-foot wall, you hit the ground at about 30 miles an hour. Um, by the way, if uh, when it comes to traffic-related uh, accidents, a pedestrian car accident, so a car hits somebody, the uh, the, the the speed that they kind of is the the speed at which you're likely to die after that speed, that speed is 25 miles an hour. So if you were to get hit by a bus going 25 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour chances are you would be dead, and that's the same as falling off of a 30-foot wall. Maybe we should put stickers. What do you think, Bob? We should put like a warning sticker on the other side of the wall. Warning, climbing this wall could be dangerous to your health. I don't know. I'm sorry, but that wall will work. Um, let's see. Here's another headliner. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Oh, good one. Here, uh, let's see, multiple sex offenders, gang members after uh, arrested after crossing the border uh, 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 from Mexico. That's pretty common. That's even news, huh? Um, here, now this one's, this one's news. On Friday, this was near San Miguel, Arizona. 
the um, 83, 83 unaccompanied migrant children found in a single group in the desert. 93, let's see, 70 of the, nine, of the uh, 93 claimed to be between the ages of 15 and 17. Hmm, they claimed to be. All right, so this is, uh, they're found out in the border. What do you think? How many of those do you think are kids? How many of those young teenage men that actually might be 19 or 20 are calling themselves 17? How many of those kids, in quotes, are um, actually being paid to ferry those? And then when they get caught, then uh, that is, um, then they become just another unaccompanied minor. What do you think? There's any possibility of that? This is, this is what's going on on our border is not stopping, no matter what shiny object is uh, thrown at us from Washington or Austin, what's going on at the border is still going on and is going to continue to go on until we do something, um, uh, yeah, until we do something uh, about it, until our governor gets up and do something about it. So, the uh, oh yeah, Biden's building another migrant detention center. Got that one. Let's see, there's a headline. It'll accompany uh, 500 migrants now i'm just reading the article um 500 illegal aliens um so that is going on um near laredo that'll cover uh, maybe a day's worth of uh, a short segment of the border folks y'all stay tuned when we get back we're going to go nationwide with pastor greg as we do on every tuesday y'all stay tuned Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Greg. Thanks so much for being here. I do know you have a choice in where you can listen each and every day, and I'm grateful to have you back. I want to especially welcome our audience, too, on TECNTV.com. TECNTV.com. If you're looking for a way to uh, actually watch us here in the studio, watch me as we're doing this program and uh, see the wonderful faces of our guests, you can do that at TECNTV.com. TECNTV.com. Welcome to everybody else that's listening. We especially want to welcome to the program the Hill Country Patriot Radio audience on the Matt Long Show and the man himself, Mr. Matt Long. Matt, welcome. Good to have you. Thank you, sir. Always fun to be here with you on Tuesdays. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Well, there's a, a tremendous amount that's going on. Uh, I was just mentioning to you uh, that the, uh, you know, our in Texas, we did pass the heartbeat bill. Now, I know that you and I have talked about it. I have heard, by the way, just uh, kind of uh, by, by way of, of, of conversation, that there's there's some enforcement stuff relative to that. And I know it has to be civil, but mm. it, it, there's some good news relative to all that. And I can't give too much information about it, but I can just simply say there is some good news relative to that. However... Our decision in Texas to defend life at birth and, and the most innocent amongst us is being met with great opposition, Matt. The attorney general 
of the United States of America and the Department of Justice have weighed in and said that they are going to stand on the side of killing babies, and uh, and they're bringing in some very special people to help them. Uh, they're bringing in the Satanists. I, it, it boggles my mind, Mike, Matt. It boggles <laughs> my mind. Yeah, you know, it, sh it shouldn't. And by the way, you said life at birth. I know you just misspoke. It's life at conception is uh, yeah, the sure, way we sure. look at. And yeah, just a slip of the tongue, but that's all right. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me. Satan's got his finger in all of this. And, um, and, and we, see that, we see that on a daily basis. You know, these uh, right-to-life groups in Texas, Texas right-to-life is coming under massive attack. They're, they're getting sued from every possible angle. Anybody that stood up for this uh, heartbeat bill or any of the other stop-killing-the-babies bills, they're being attacked. And, and this is not just man. These are principalities. This is Satan. These are powers, and so no, it doesn't surprise me. Well, and and I, you know, there's a tie together, and I'm going to continue to tie this together in this program today, folks. Leading into even the next half hour with uh, a gentleman who who has uh, some some significant information to share with us on Afghanistan and so on. But Matt, there is a, a huge tie-in, I believe, between the Islamic terrorist issue that we're facing. Allah is not the same God as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Nope. You can go to my website and you can read about the writings that Al Rasuli has put on my blog that I'm putting up. Uh, he, he spells it out using the Quran and the Hadith to, to down, look, they're they're their deity, which can only be satanic, says that we were created out of a blood clot. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. We were created out of a blood clot, out of a dead thing. Mm. That's not what our Bible says, is it, Matt? No, it's not, as a matter of fact. And uh, we were created out of the dust, and God breathed life into that. And... Um... And I'm telling you, you know, the, the thing, the, we, only, we have the only Savior who died and then rose from the dead, rolled away the stone. And uh, there is anything beyond that is a false belief. And I will stand on that and stand on my Christianity. And anything beyond that is just a false belief. And I really don't see any point in arguing <laughs> with uh with someone who says that maybe Allah is, uh, you know, God. I had a friend, uh, very quickly, I had some friends who, very, very dear friends, who said, Matt, do you think that maybe uh, Islam was God's, uh, God just made a religion that was more culturally um, appropriate for the Middle East or for, for uh, that area and uh, called it Islam. Do you think that's possible? And it was like, are you kidding me? No. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and um, that's it. And yeah. and uh, there, yeah. there, there's no there's no equivocating. Well, and and I draw this up because I know that we we want to talk about the dangers of what's happening at our border, and yes. it's and it's incredibly dangerous what's happening at the Texas border, uh, the 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 open border. You know, when you talk about just the sheer numbers that have been apprehended and and the rio grande valley is is where a lot of this action is taking place but you have got afghanis being flown into fort bliss 
there's about four or five different places around the state where we know that Afghani uh, refugees, quote unquote, are being held. We also know from talking with Brigitte in just the last half hour that American refugees in Afghanistan are not being allowed to fly out. And Afghanis that actually were our allies in Afghanistan aren't being flown out. So who are these Afghanis, Matt? I wonder that they actually have brought in <laughs> that they're protecting. You know, I was looking at this. guys aren't <clears throat> being allowed. Go ahead. Yeah, I was looking at this article last night. You and I were talking, and I was surprised to learn that um, the Afghans in the different um, military bases around our country are not Afghans who were, that you've been hearing the term SIV, Special Immigration Visa, I believe that's something like that. And so Afghans were on a list, they were already part of the SIV list, and then there were the P2, Priority 2 Afghans that also in many senses had been pre-screened, they worked for, they were translators, uh, those kinds of things. And so I assumed that that was the kind of Afghans that were going into these um, camps across the state, across the country, into military bases, and they're not. They are, they are referred to as uh, special refugees. No, they're not even called refugees. There's another term for it. And so these are people who haven't even had the basics of vetting, pre-vetting. Now, they may be trying to do something now, but the scary thing is, Pastor Greg, they are allowed to come and go freely from these bases across the country. Well, and, and to that point, you know, there's a story that is, that is getting almost no play at all that has to do with a shooting that took place up mm. in Garland. A Lyft driver was murdered, and a man went into the police station up in Garland and started shooting. Uh, and, and you've got to ask yourself, why is it that this story is getting absolutely no play? You know, is it, is it possible that it's because the guy's name is Imran Ali Rashid, and that he was on the terrorist watch list from 2010 to 2013, and then mysteriously taken off, and nobody was paying any attention to him. And here he is in 2021, walking into a police station and and sh and shooting the place up. I, I mean, the, again, it, it's it's the old Biden policies that are allowing for this and and it's the obama people the deep state that that kept him hidden yeah it is i didn't even i vaguely remembered that story it is only a week old but there was something i remember maybe just passing by a story and not paying attention to it but it's not getting covered at all and i looked it up and sure enough this uh muslim guy and they found the um they found literature in the back of the lift um vehicle so he calls a lift uh the woman arrives uh to pick him up he shoots her dead steals her car leaves his literature in the back seat goes to the police station and starts shooting up people and uh yeah it, all the signs are there 
that this was a terrorist act, and yet nobody, nobody nowhere, it's not you, being dis- it's not being discussed. No, I'm still here. Hello, Matt. Oh no. Okay, go ahead. All right. So yeah, th- th- it's amazing that that story is not being heard because it is uh, clear as a bell that this was a Islamic an Islamist um, terror attack in Texas, and yet nobody's paying any attention to it. And, but and and it ties directly into what we're talking about. We've talked to you, uh, you know, we've talked to you about the dangers. We've talked to you about what's coming across here in Texas, and we've talked about the assault now. And when you consider a policy where the Attorney General of the United States is going to be, uh, you know, standing behind the murder, as you said, of of those. Uh, that are that are birthed and at conception. The Lord's Bible says that He knew you even before you were in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. These are these are people, live people that that Attorney General Garland says he wants killed. And the Satanic Church, which we know has been doing human sacrifice, that's a part of their code, mm-hmm. is now putting together an abortion ceremony, a ritual whereby. They will use the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. That's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. It, it, if you'd heard this, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, would you, would you even have believed that anybody would buy this or, or, uh, or that the Attorney General of the United States would stand behind it? No, I don't. And, you know, the flip side of that is 10 years ago, I would have never thought we'd have gotten to the point where we actually have a bill like the heartbeat bill in Texas. So we've made a lot of good progress. But, yes, Satan is alive and well and is functioning and is going gonna, is gonna to fight us at every corner. And, uh, yeah, no, this, uh, this does not surprise me um, one bit. And in four days, in four days, it will have been 20 years since the 9-11 attack. Mm. And here, and here we have an administration that has weaponized the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. That's what they're calling it now, folks. Right. The Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. This administration, under, under Obama, we know that they were weaponizing ISIS. We know that they were doing that, and it's mm-hmm. what led to the Benghazi incident, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, but they were doing it secretly. Matt, they were they they knew they couldn't you know just kind of put it out there. Now they have literally broadcast that they left all of these, and they said, "Oh well, these guys don't know how to operate it." Mm. Well, then how do you explain the Chinooks that are flying around in Kabul with men hanging from the rails that are dead? I mean, not hanging like as in you know uh, like they should be there. These are People that have been hung. And the rope is attached. They're hanging. Yep. Yes. Yep. And they're flying around. How do you, how do, how do, how do you explain, how does that get explained, Matt? I, there's, there's no explanation for evil. I, there's just not. Um, you know, there's still, uh, from what I understand, we still have, I believe, six plane loads of uh, people trying to get out of Kandahar. Um, that are not being released. Here's another story. You know, the helicopter story, you're only going to find that deep on the interwebs because everybody wants that buried to the powers that be. 
And and uh, the story about the uh, six planes that have been sitting on the ground now for three or four days and are not allowed to leave because the Taliban is saying, nah, we're, we're going to negotiate with these guys. We have hostages over there, and nobody's talking about it. I remember the 440, I remember the 444 days of the hostages under Jimmy Carter. Um, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yep. yep. Well, and I just heard from Brigitte Gabriel that her sources are telling her that it's not the Taliban. It's the State Department. And the State Department has cut off all relationships with all nations that are assisting in getting people out. Literally. <sighs> They've cut off relationship with any nation that is helping to get people rescued out of Afghanistan and refute and blocking any private entities from entering into that airspace. Yeah, this uh, our department of our State Department is uh, the State Department's heading this up, and they're very politically uh, motivated, and um, this uh, they're they're way abuse of power of the. Uh, State Department. This should not be their role, even. You know, I've read the definition of treason, and mm. aiding and abetting the enemy is a part of it. We have, and we have right now, a president, a vice president, an attorney general, the State Department, the Secretary of State. Every single one of these people have committed treason against this country. 30. That's what we need to be thinking about right now. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And 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 what becomes the next step mm. for us when we have a government that is fully committed treason against the United States 15. of America? Mm. Scary thought. Matt, uh, much more to pray about and, and okay. get ready for. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate All right. it. Always enjoy being with you, brother. God See bless. See you next week. All right, folks, we're back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. We have... Um, I just want to put a warning out there. Some of you may have been seeing the news, in fact, or seeing this uh, uh, report. Actually, do a little bit of digging. It's uh, quite amazing. Uh, put in your uh, search uh, bar, um, and, of course, stay away from uh, the uh, one that starts with a G and has lots of O's in it. Um, but if you'll do a, a search in one of your other, um, um, uh, yeah, those thingy, the search thingies, if you'll do a search in one of those um, and put in September 18 rally, September 18 rally. And uh, because what's going on September 18th, there's going to be a, a, a rally in Washington, D.C. They have gotten permits. So this is a permitted rally on September 18th. And uh, the, the thing that's funny about the search is that depending on which news source, um, whether it's the Washingtonian.com or the WJIA.com or the, oh, yeah, CBSNews.com or the Hill.com, um, whatever source it is, they're all slightly different. So what is the rally? The rally in September 18th is... 
um, a protest rally against the people who are being held over the January 6th um, uh, protest rally up at the Capitol. And uh, no, it wasn't an insurrection. What a an insurrection with no guns? Are you serious? You know, they found no weapons up there during that, right? Um, so yeah, you don't uh, have an, uh, uh, you don't have the, that uh, an insurrection without some weapons. So, um, but anyway, there have been a handful of people that have been kept locked and hidden away. I believe the the count is six of people who have just basically they th- locked them up and threw away the threw away the key. And uh, so there's going to be a rally about freeing those uh, six uh, folks and uh, just kind of a, a rally against. Uh, the behavior and the actions of what's been going on since the rally in uh, on January sixth, and so I'm 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 torn again. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard if anyone from this area is going up there. Um, thank you, Secret Squirrel. Political prisoners is the term uh, Secret Squirrel used. Thank you for sending that to me. Um, yeah, I think they are political prisoners because we haven't seen any charges. Uh, no one has been charged with treason or any powerful. If this was an insurrection, then there ought to be some people charged with treason. All right. That, that ought to be. But no one has been. All the charges are for things like criminal trespassing and blocking the uh, the, the operation of, uh, uh, of Congress. I know I don't have the words right, but... Uh, that is some of the charges, trying to stop the business of Congress. Uh, I guess that's uh, against the law. Um, and so there's going to be a rally up there, and uh, it, let's see, one headline says guaranteed disaster. Um, and, uh, in fact, even the Proud Boys, that's who said that. The Proud Boys said that uh, this is a guaranteed uh, disaster. Don't go to this rally. Uh, of course, uh, the other headline says far-right extremists. Well, we know they're not far-right extremists, but uh, that's the way all this is getting painted. Uh, Proud Boys and Oath Keepers expected at September 18 rally. That's one. That's from CBS News, followed by uh, Proud Boys saying, no, don't go to that. So which one is, <laughs> you know, which one is it? What is the story? Um, let's see, AP sources, um, Intel shows extremists to attend a Capitol rally. Oh, here's another one from uh, Newsmax. Capitol Police consider re-erecting the fence ahead of September 18 rally. Wow. All right. Uh, they're calling for this the justice for J6 is what this is, the justice for J6. Six, I believe it has been organized by someone named Matt Brainerd, who is a former former Donald Trump campaign advisor. I think that's I'm pretty sure that's who is forming it because you have to have a name on a permit. So that is uh, that's the rally. Um, if you're going to go to that, again, the same advice I gave you. Um, the same advice I gave you for the January 6th rally, don't take your firearms. Do not take your firearms. I think people paid attention to that. I think most people didn't even have to hear me say that. That's just common sense, and yet 
Uh, yet uh, there's uh, common and uh, not very common, and it doesn't really hold true much anymore these days, does it? Common sense seems to have gone out the window. And uh, so, yes, if you want to go to this in D.C., I would just uh, I would stay in the back of the crowd, right? I think I would stay in the back of the crowd. I wouldn't be in the front. Um, I, I, who knows? Is it a guaranteed disaster? I don't know. I used the term bloodbath before the January 6th uh, rally when I was asking people to please don't go. January 6th, it's going to be a bloodbath. And uh, I got in a lot of trouble for saying that. And uh, since then, um, several people have said, well, it wasn't a literal bloodbath at the time, but the uh, fallout from it is a. it has definitely been a metaphorical uh, bloodbath. And so it is, um, be careful. If you're going to go to D.C. on the 18th, be careful, be smart, go with prayer. Um, yeah, go with prayer. Just go and be careful. So, um, But everybody's expecting that to be a real trouble. And you know all it takes is one lefty hiding in there with a slingshot or something because that was what was going on on January 6th. All right, got a little Proverbs for you. Before we do that, uh, prayer list. Uh, very important to have a special prayer request for a young man named Travis who apparently has uh, been in an accident and has broken his back and uh, is going to be in surgery maybe even today. So pray for Travis, please. Pray for Travis and uh, another friend of mine who is recovering from a hospital stay, Karen Please keep Karen in your prayers. We are Proverbs 14 and 34. Righteousness righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. We'll see you on the morrow.